Hey, James. Hey, Andrew. Do you mind if we uh, listen to the radio for a little bit? Uh, Sure. Yeah. a friend in the diamond business, the Shane Company, in Minnetonka at 394 and Hopkins Crossroad, and in Woodbury at I-9. Again, brother, sisters, everybody sang. Gonna bring the flame, I'll show you how. Got a question for you, better answer now. so long nothing now can keep us down yeah we're back on track and we're on attack can't hold us back no Again, everyone. Um, Hello. Hello, everybody. It's Andrew and James back at it. Back at it again. We're we're back. Um, well, uh, uh, apparently we're back. We yeah, just, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this one. I, I mm-hmm. think we've got it sorted out. Now. I think we've got um, it figured out. But Andrew, do you want to? It's yeah. kind of elephant in the room. Yeah. Do you want to explain what was happening? I mean, I don't want to bore the listeners with all the all the details and the um, the time and resources and money that have been taken from us over the last few months here. But um, we have been recording episodes all throughout the season. Yeah, believe it or not, we have yeah. been. Yeah, James and I put a lot of time into those. Lots of great jokes that apparently are now lost forever. Yeah. Because uh, it, it came to our attention recently that these have been being deleted out in the um, the, the data fields, out in the cloud. Yeah, yeah every, um, every time we've been uploading, 
they've just been whoop, just like just winked like out that. of existence. And then what's crazy is then like we didn't we didn't notice it right away. Like it took us a while because you know we're not we're not quite good with all the uh, mm-hmm. you know technical aspects. Um, we weren't quite able to get an intern, um, so we had to figure that stuff out ourselves. Uh, and then once once we realized it, we also realized that the like the original the IP, recordings yep. they were also like erased. Yeah, which I didn't I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, we weren't uh, weren't able to get an intern. It's just kind of surprising that, you know, in this job market, someone didn't want to work for for no money and just experience. We we would have thought that would have been grabbed up immediately. Yeah, I mean, and plus experience working with you know you and me, like right? It's can you can you get a better reference? Yeah, I mean, how like, many podcasts that have four listeners that you've recorded twenty three episodes for? Like you can't get a better opportunity than that. Yeah. Not even with like MasterCard. Mm -mm. Well, we think we've got, we think we've got it sorted out now. Yeah. We think we got it sorted out. Which is the good thing. um, Yep. And we're going uh, to uh, take this opportunity to not waste any more time. We are going to jump right into this playoff picture. I'm so excited for this final week. First time week 14 is in the regular season. It's going to come down to the wire. Okay, here we go. Oh, jeez. Oh, what'd you do? Um, I was I was trying to jump into the picture, like uh, Mary Poppins oh. style. It um it didn't go well. James, that was just an expression. It, well, son, Andrew, I, I can never tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I'm sorry. I don't think that's my fault. I think that's no, me. that is a fault of mine. Yeah. I have a very, very monotone voice when I talk a lot of the time, which makes for great podcasting. I've heard. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so figuratively, figuratively, let's jump into the playoff picture. All right, James, here we go. Six playoff spots. Three of them have already been claimed. And I think we should, I don't know, how do you want to do this? You want to start at the bottom of the standings and work um, our way up? You know what? How about let's do like uh, like like bouncing back and forth, like start at the top and go to the bottom, then, you know, all the way forward. And so we, we, you know, it's outside in type thing. Cause the ones towards the center, the ones that are a little bit more sure. uh, hectic and, you know, a little more interesting. Okay. Well, um, I'm actually going to start with a standings update. Just remind everyone where everybody's at. Uh, Sean, Cy and Zach are all sitting with a record of eight and five up at the top. They all have locked in a playoff spot already. And now they're fighting for that uh, first round buy. Next up is myself, Jackson, and Jake, all with a record of seven and six. Then is James, that's you, Clay, and Luke. You all have a record of six and seven. And then down at the bottom, David, Matt Zabel, and Brandon all have a record of five and eight. 
All right. So I think we should maybe start up at the top. Should we look at Sean? Uh, yeah, I love looking at Sean. Lots of people do. That's, that's why I have so many pictures of him. So Sean is in first place right now. He's got by far the most points for out of anybody in the league, which is going to come in great for this final week and, and for seeding. Um, the lowest possible seed that he can get is third. So it is still possible he drops out of a first round buy, but um, sitting pretty good that his lowest seed is is third place. Um, he's got a matchup against Zach this week. This is going to be a fun matchup to see. Um, we'll get into some more details of Zach later and his playoff picture later, but essentially whoever wins this game between Sean and Zach is automatically going to get a first round buy, which is huge. But it is still possible for Sean to get a first round buy if he loses. All he would need is Cy to lose as well. So mm-hmm. if Sean loses and Cy loses, he will still get um, the first round by. It will be the second seed. And then the possible way that he gets the third seed is if he loses and then Cy gets a win. So the lowest Sean could get is the third seed. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's, pre- that's pretty good. That's pretty but good. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Sean will definitely want that. The first bye week of the playoffs. That's always big. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at Sean's team, um, I'd just like to highlight um, one player um, in a new little, uh, it's not really a segment, but a, a little bit I'd like to call the X Factor of the Week. X Factor of the Week. Um, especially important, you know, in this very last week of the playoffs. This, this, this is the player that is going to, you know, determine or could determine, you know, their fate in this final game and their, you know, fantasy playoff fates. Um, anyways, for Sean, that player is Tyler Lockett. Mm. Um, I think, you know, we, we've all seen, you know, Tyler Lockett's big boom weeks that he can do. Um, he hasn't had many of those lately. Um, but he has been at least scoring like double digits consistently. Um, but you know, we, we also all know that Tyler Lockett can also just, uh, throw up a zero just kind of randomly. You know, he's very boom bust and, uh, I think Sean's Sean's definitely going to want him to, um, honestly, it doesn't even need to boom for Sean. His team is pretty good. He just needs to not bust for him. So that's why I think he's the X factor player for Sean this week. It's a very good pick there, James. Um, as a Tyler Lockett owner last year, I definitely know that struggle. It, it's weird seeing him. I, I want to say he's like the 20th. He's in the range of 20 to 25th best wide receiver on the season, which isn't great, but you know that's still wide receiver two range. It's just frustrating not knowing when you can play him and when you can't just because of the, what you said, you know, the boomer bus. So great pick. I love that. And a uh, honorable mention, it was tough for me to choose between the two, but also uh, Darren Waller. Um, not sure if he's actually going to play or not. So he might not really even factor in, uh, but if he does play, will definitely be an impact player for Sean too. 
Well, everyone, hold on tight. Don't get whiplash here. We're going to jump down to the bottom of the standings where we find Brandon. Uh, it's been a while that he has been on the trajectory to last place. But one week to go in the regular season, he finally finds himself in that 12th position after a loss to Zach last week. A loss that officially eliminated him from playoff contention. Uh, the highest seed that he can get is 10th place, and the lowest is obviously last. Um, there's only one scenario where he can avoid a first-round bye. That is if he wins his game against Luke, Matt Zabel loses, and David loses. So if any one of those three things doesn't happen, Brandon will find himself with a first-round bye in the loser's bracket. Hmm. does seem unlikely. Yeah, pretty tough situation there. Um, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Matt Sable's playing Clay, who's um, both of those teams are actually pretty hot right now. And David is going up against myself, who historically hasn't done well, but um, every, every time's new and, and David's got the roster to get it done. So not very likely, but... Um, either way, 10th, 11th, or 12th place is the fate for Brandon this year. X Factor of the Week. All right, well, Brandon's X Factor Player of the Week, um, I'm going to say is Justin Jefferson. Now, Justin Jefferson doesn't quite fit the mold of most of these players I'm going to select because he's kind of at the very top of the you know wide receiver rankings like cooper cup and then probably justin jefferson for like the rest of the season since depot is injured um the thing is though brandon has kind of been relying on justin jefferson to get you know, mm-hmm. i mean i guess he hasn't been getting wins but the only reason he's gotten close to wins in the recent years in the recent weeks has been because Justin Jefferson's been putting up monster games. And honestly, if Jefferson does anything less than a monster game, I think it's going to be a loss for Brandon in whatever matchup. So he's definitely going to be counting on Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, Unfortunately, Brandon's team has been very dependent on a couple of players, you know, first it was Derrick Henry. Now it's Justin Jefferson, a little fun fact to throw in there. Derrick Henry um, is still on Brandon's team. He's in the IR spot. Uh, He is currently Brandon's second highest scoring fantasy player on his team throughout the entire season. Um, And again, he he's been injured since uh, week eight. So yeah, the rest of his team um, not not doing great was was uh, very dependent on Derrick Henry there, and now that he's gone, he's been struggling, and uh, yeah, we'll have to rely on on Justin Jefferson and and maybe Russell Wilson coming back. So once again, James, two for two, you're nailing it with these X Factor picks of the week. Players oh, of the week, very much. I can't even get it right. Ah, if only had a drop for it. Ah. Ah. All right. Well, someone 
who started the season once again in last place on the power rankings, shocks the shocks the league and um, is now in second place looking at another playoff run and a potential first round buy here. That's Cy Suncom. With a realistic viewpoint, the lowest seed he can get is fourth. Um, I might say that for a couple of these different situations, that's taking into account that someone isn't going to get outscored by 70 points or something in that area by another team this week. So his realistic lowest seed is fourth place, which is still very good. Um, he can still get first overall, but it takes a little bit of, of a scenario there. Cy needs to win and Zach needs to win. And Cy needs to maintain his points for lead over Zach of 20 points. So that's to get first overall, which he did. He's done that in the past. Uh, so looking to return to that spot. Um, in order to get a first round buy, very simple for him. Uh, if he wins, he gets it. Nice and easy. He's playing Jake this week, but he does have a star player, Jonathan Taylor, on a bye week. So it uh, could be a little tough, but he can actually still lock up that first round bye in one other scenario. Quite a, uh, a laundry list of, of things to happen here. So hang on. Um, he can get a first round bye if he loses and Sean wins. And he maintains his point four lead over Zach. And one of two things happen. I lose or I win and Cy outscores me by any number of points. So still possible for him to get a first round by if he loses, but uh, needs a, a couple of helpers there. X factor of the week. This week, Cy is going to be looking to Rob Gronkowski. That's my prediction, at least. Um, I almost went with Josh Allen um, just because, you know, he, Josh Allen is definitely a robust guy, but, um, you know, th this most recent game uh, in, in that terrible weather, I'll, I'm kind of going to give Josh Allen a break for that. And I'm, I'm kind of expecting pretty good things from him. Um, Rob Gronkowski is a little bit more of a question mark. Um, since he's been back and healthy, he's been great. Um, the question is, will that, you know, he's, he, he gets knocked out of games. Sometimes. That just happens. But when he stays in, um, he's, you know, he, he's an X factor player just in the regular NFL games. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's Tom Brady's favorite target probably ever. Um, and yeah, he can put up a lot of points for Cy and, you know, from the tight end position, especially that's uh, very valuable. Absolutely. He's a huge red zone threat. And in fantasy football, that's, you know, quick points right there. So you're just nailing it with these, James. You're, I, I'm just, I'm speechless. You know, sometimes it pays to plan ahead and, you know, prepare. Sometimes, but not all the time. But most of the time. Speaking of unprepared. Oh, that's that's very true. Um, but we'll cut him some slack. He's he's a busy doctor boy right now. Um, that's Matt Zabel. Currently in 11th place. 
Um, even with a win last week, he is still eliminated from playoffs. Uh, the highest seed he can get is ninth and the lowest is last. Um, so right now, if playoffs started today, he would have a first round buy in the loser's bracket. But there's a couple of scenarios that can help get him out of that. Both of them require him to win and David to lose. And um, if Brandon loses as well, he will avoid playoffs. But if Brandon wins and he keeps his point four lead of 16 points ahead of Brandon, he will also avoid that first round bye. So starts with the win, starts with a David loss, and then uh, needs Brandon to lose or to score um, more than Brandon this week. So um, could be could be tough, but I do think Matt Sable has struggled quite a bit from injuries. I mean, his two top players, really, Alvin Kamara and Kyler Murray, have been injured for the last four or five weeks, which have come at such a crucial time, you know, at the end of the season here that really knocked him out of playoffs. So uh, I might be jumping ahead. I might be cutting you off here, James. But if those two players can be healthy... He's going to have a, a pretty strong team in playoffs here that should keep him out of that uh, last place game. Oh, Andrew, that's a perfect transition into X Factor of the Week. Because Alakmar was going to be my X Factor. Um, but again, it's more of a factor of will he be available or not? And there's a chance he won't be available, in which case, you know, won't be any help if he is available he's going to be rock solid and you know will be a tremendous asset to Matt Sable who has been struggling without Kamara but I think the x factor that we know you know I mean barring something crazy is going to play Javante Williams Mm. who has been kind of on fires kind of out of nowhere in these last like three weeks um and yeah, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. He, he, he really seems like the X factor player for uh, Matt Zable, because if he could have Javante Williams, you know, scoring 20 points a week and then also get Alvin Kamara back, um, you know, he's not, he can't make playoffs, but uh, if Javante Williams continues his hot streak, uh, Matt Zable will spend a very short amount of time in the loser bracket and will, you know, get out of that punishment right away. I got to be honest, that name is a, a little, little tender for me to, to hear still because his big week last week did contribute to my loss, but I, I agree wholeheartedly with, with your analysis there. He is a great player. I'm a big fan of him as an NFL player. And it, it just seemed weird to me that Denver continued to, insists on basically a 50 50 split with Melvin Gordon the entire season when Javante was by far the the best producer when he had the ball. And um, now that he's got the backfield all to himself, he's, he's just running, running away with it literally. And um, yeah, he, he's fun to watch um, except when you're playing against him, but yeah, that that could be a, a scary team to come up against in, in the loser's bracket there. All right, over to our other Z-boy, from Zabel to Zach. 
Zach got the win last week against Brandon. A little nervous ending there with my Matt Rita still, still uh, running in that Monday night game, but Zach was able to get the win and lock up a playoff spot for now the seventh year in a row. Um, he's been Dang. consistently making playoffs. Yeah, the only year he missed was the very first year. Uh, so yeah, he's got he's got another chance to uh, run at the trophy here in playoffs as well, and he has a, a possibility to even get the one seed, uh, the the first seed here. Um, it's also possible that he drops all the way to sixth. It is quite unlike unlikely. Um, it would have to involve uh, a points for change of in the range of 45 between a couple of different teams. So pretty unlikely, but he could drop to sixth. Um, but let's focus on the, the bye weeks here. Um, as I said before, he's playing Sean, and if he wins, he gets he gets the first round bye. Um, he can also get a bye if he loses and Cy loses, and he outscores Cy by 20 points. So uh, that might sound familiar. Uh, that was just basically the reverse of what Cy needed to get that first round by. Um, the first seed is on the table. He would need to win and he would need Cy to lose. Or he would need to win and Cy wins and he outscores him by 20 points. So a couple of possibilities to even get the first seed there. X Factor of the Week. This week, uh, I'm naming Zach's X-Factor player as the player he put on the trade block recently, mm. which I'm not sure if that was meant to be serious or sort of as like a kind of joke or just as like, I'm, I'm sick of this guy letting me down. Um, but it's Lamar Jackson, you know, his, his, new, his new best friend. It was, it was newest, newest best friend. Yeah. His current best friend um, who has not been the best friend to Zach as of late. Um, you know, one, one of those top end quarterbacks that, you know, he can, you know, with his rushing ability and passing ability can, you know, get you 40 points easy in a week. And like, you don't, you don't even react to it. So yeah, Lamar Jackson, 40 points. But then the Baltimore team in general, just sometimes their offense just doesn't work or, or sometimes it does work, but it's through the running game and not Lamar Jackson, where they just run over a team and don't need to, you know, push and like actually put up more points. They're, they're a very weird team. Um, so Zach is going to need the uh, playoff Lamar Jackson that the fantasy football community has gotten in past years, um, if you want to make a run at the championship, have you seen it? You know, we've seen it happen. He gets hot just in time for fantasy football playoff playoffs. But um, Zach is definitely gonna want more than you know, just a mid to high teens performances from Lamar Jackson going forward. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great point there. Last year, I'm pretty sure in round one and round two of playoffs. Uh, Lamar Jackson scored the the first and second highest points that he scored all week or all season last year, excuse me. So 
definitely got hot when um, Zach needed him last year and, and looking for him to do that again this year. All right. So those were the, um, we went through the three teams at eight and five. We've got one more team at five and eight on the other end who's eliminated. That would be David Book. Knocked out of playoffs from his loss to you last week. Very tough loss for him. Second highest total in the entire league, uh, but went up against you who scored the the most. And uh, that that is what did it for him. Sorry, David. I mean, I'm not sorry I won because I wanted to do that, but it it's it sucks being the second highest scorer and losing. That's happened to me this year. Yeah, yeah. it's not not great. Yeah, I've been a I've been a Dunch Crunch fan from the beginning. Um, I really liked his team. I think he's just gotten quite unlucky. I believe. Uh, let me let me check really quick, but I believe he has the highest points against all season. Uh, yep, sure does. Which um, is always tough. Always tough when you see that. But now he is in a position where the highest seed he can get is eighth, and he actually does have a a chance at getting a last place here, um, which is not, not a position you want to be in. And to add on to that, he is going up against me this week um, where he currently holds an all-time record of 0 and 11. Um, so this could be the, the week that it breaks, but um, he's going to need it if he wants to avoid a first-round buy in the loser's bracket. Um, if David loses and Matt Zabel wins, he will get a first round buy. If David loses and Brandon wins, he will get a first round buy. And he will get last place if he loses and both Matt Zabel and Brandon win their games. I'm curious who you have of his team of talented players to be the X Factor. X Factor of the week. Um, this one, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, confident in my label of X factor for David. And that is Aaron Jones. What has been injured for a bit. Um, and it should, should be coming back healthy. I guess that's, that's still kind of up in the air. Um, but you know, Aaron Jones is, you know, once again, another player that can drop 40 points, just like he seems to do it at least once a year, usually a few times a year, kind of out of nowhere. Um, and Packers playing the Bears, who they're going to want to run up the score on because, you know, Packers hate the Bears and the Bears are bad. So it should be, you know, a lot of running. And uh, David also has AJ Dillon. Um, but uh, I think this might be. Could this be Aaron Jones's, you know, return, you know, take the full reins um, or is it going to be, you know, a timeshare split with, Mm -hmm. with uh, AJ Dillon. And then, you know, even though David has both of them, it kind of doesn't do him any good since like, doesn't really make sense to start both of them. I guess he could, but yeah. So, uh, you know, Aaron Jones, I think he could, if he's in a timeshare or they're still easing him back, you know, watch out, David. You might get, you know, get your another loss to Andrew, but he's gonna, you know, get that monkey named Andrew Smead off his back. 
Um, I think it's going to be Aaron Jones this week that does it for him. Yeah, I mean, he he is just such a talented football player. It's just that injury that is such a question mark. Um, as you mentioned, you know, he's got A.J. Dillon too, which actually a couple of weeks ago in his Week 12 matchup kind of hurt him. Um, reports were that Aaron Jones was back and healthy, so David went ahead and started him, ended up with 2.3 points. Meanwhile, A.J. Dillon on his bench had 17.5. So can never be too certain what Matt LaFleur is going to do with them, but it is a home game going to be cold, could be snowing. Um, like you said, against the bears going to run it up. So that is a, once again, outstanding pick, outstanding analysis, James. I'm All a right. little, I'm a little concerned that you're, you seem so surprised that my analysis is so astute. I thought that would just be, you know, kind of expected at this expected, point. Expected, yeah. It's more for the audience. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, they should also expect it too. They should so. also, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be I'll be a little bit more straightforward with it. I guess we could have new listeners. We could. <laughs> we could. All right. So we've talked about half of the teams so far. We've talked about the three teams at eight and five who all have a playoff spot locked up. And we've also talked about the three teams at five and eight who have been officially eliminated. And it is with a heavy heart that we have to announce there is actually one more team who has been eliminated from playoff contention. Now, is that eliminated with an asterisk next to it? Um, I suppose, but also... Like, technically, no, but realistically, yes. I will give it an asterisk just because of the points for... uh, The points for deficit to any surrounding team. Uh, That is Luke Conway our 2020 champion eliminated asterisk from playoffs this year. Uh, will not, will not be getting a repeat. Do you know what I think his problem is? I think I figured it out. Uh, he didn't wear enough jorts this year. No, no. It's his team name. It's his team. His name. team name. And hear me out. Hear me out. Last year. Okay, because fool. Last year, he changed his name to the Lukington football team after yep. the, the change that the Washington football team made from something that yep. was previously racist. A good move, a positive move. Yep. That fueled his energy, yeah, that fueled great. his season. He won it. Mm-hmm. This year, he decides to keep yeah. it. And the Washington football team has had nothing but bad reports come out this year about their owner, mm-hmm. about the stadium, everything. Not about the team itself. The team itself has been fairly drama-free. Yeah. But the the owner is... And the stadium, the, the poop water. The poop water, everything, everything, everything uh, took a turn for the worse. And he kept the team name. Huh. Decided to keep it. What do you think he should have done? I didn't even think about Ugh. team name for him. I don't know. 
I don't know, but that's, that's for each team to decide, you know, what their name yeah, is, I guess, you know, and it's, I feel like it's tough to pivot away from a team name when it got you your first championship. Right. right. So like, I'll, I'll give Luke some, some credit for sticking with it. And, you know, I think maybe continuing to stick with it unless, you know, he's really struggling, you know, like next year or I don't know, in the, in the loser bracket this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he, I think he has a right to stick with it though. Try and persevere through the adversity. Yeah. Those sound like big I words. Mean, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Who's to say? Who is to say? Yeah. No way. Um, so he is, he is sitting at a record of six and seven which puts him in a fairly good position. Um, the highest seed he could get is seventh and the lowest reasonable seed he could get is 11th. So he could uh, fall to a first round by, but it is quite, um, quite unlikely. There's, there's kind of two different scenarios here. Uh, Luke would need to lose. Matt Zabel would need to win. David would need to win. And he would need to lose his points for lead over Matt Zabel that's currently sitting at 37 points. Um, Also, he could lose. Matt Zabel could win. David could win. And he could lose to Brandon by more than 53 points, which is his current points for lead over Brandon. So that's how he would get to 11th and possibly 12th place, but um, a 53-point lead in the points for a column is uh, pretty difficult to overcome in one week. X factor of the week. All right. It's my turn to talk about the X factor of the week. X factor of the week. The X factor of the week. X factor of the week. The X factor of the week for Luke Conway. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be, I-, I have to go with him, Andrew. I have to go with friend of the pod, Saquon Barkley. Mm, yeah, our good, you know, our good musical friend, our great musical friend, and uh, you know, Saquon once again this year was injured, but he's back now, and not that good. <laughs> um, which is it? Because he, you know, time has passed him by, or is it just because the Giants are falling apart? Mm-hmm literally and figuratively um but that's why i think saquon is the true x factor he's been scoring around like 10 ish points in recent weeks not great not the worst but you kind of expect more from him i think that probably will continue but i think saquon is also one of those players that you know with absolutely no other talent around him the Giants are just going to be like, eh, just throw it to Saquon. Uh, just hand it off to Saquon. And, you know, especially if they're behind by a lot of points, Saquon could rack up a ton of garbage points, a ton mm-hmm. of garbage yards. And, you know, he, he can still, you know, make big plays and, you know, break one, take one to the house. So I think he still has the potential for a big boom game for Luke. And that's why I think he is Luke's X factor this week. All right, very appropriate analysis, James. Thorough and and well thought out. Oh, uh, thorough and and 
considered justly. Hmm. It's like the opposite of the sentence you just said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do words very good, which is again, yeah. another great quality for a podcast host, but. Oh, indubitably. Indubitably. All right. All right. All right. The meat, the drama of the final week. There's three playoff spots remaining five possible teams who can get it. It's a race for the playoffs. It's a race for the playoffs, James. That is an excellent way to put it. All right. We're going to start with the five remaining people with myself, actually. Um, I'm currently in fourth place. I have a roughly 65-point lead over... Jake and Jackson, who are also sitting at seven wins, which uh, helps me out quite a bit, actually. Um, I do have a possibility of jumping up to second place and getting a first round by, but it is uh, a little unlikely. And the lowest that I can drop to is seventh. So I can, I can certainly be knocked out of playoffs, but I won't go any further than seventh place. Um, a nice and easy sentence here to begin with. If I win, I'm safely in playoffs. Um, oh, plain, that's, plain David. that's simple. Yeah, nice you, and simple. You, then. you just win. That's my plan. That's that's step okay. number one. That's, 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 hey, that's, hey, Andrew. Mm-hmm. That's a great plan. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I would have thought of that earlier this season, you know, when I was struggling. Yeah, it's nice that you're scheduled up against someone you literally never lost against. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that works out. How good. could how could you possibly lose when all you need to do is just win? Oh, against you're, David, Bowie. you're just you're. Uh, I don't like that. I what don't like, I don't like just, the way that you're I'm just working. spinning right. facts here that you've <laughs> no, literally no, 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 no. never ever ever in the history of the universe feel lost it. to David Book in fantasy football playoffs regular season it's never happened it's crazy i could i could feel the weaving happening and then those words that you just said unwove it mm-hmm. to to go the other way so thank you for that um i'm gonna start with a, a positive here for myself second place the highest i can get if i win and Sh- sean wins and Cy loses and I maintain my points for lead over Zach of 22 points and over Cy of two points, I can get a first round buy. So that is my, that's my ceiling. Um, now my floor, this is how I get knocked out of playoffs. I'm sure everybody is going to be rooting for this scenario here. No. But I will get knocked out of playoffs if all of these things happen. If I lose and Jake wins, and Clay wins, and Clay outscores me by 10 or more points, I will drop to seventh place. So, so which, which, between which one of those steps do we stink our, stick our junk in that box? I, I'm honestly scared. I really am. I know that, you know, there, there were four different things that need to happen there, but David does have a really good team regardless of historical record, you know, that really doesn't have an influence on, on a single game. David's got a great team, Jake, his team is kind of up and down, but he's playing Cy at a very good moment in his, 
in his team uh, because of bye weeks and injuries. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's on a bye. Adam Thielen is out this next week. So a uh, good opportunity for Jake to win there. Clay, uh, he had a big week last week. You know, he's getting hot at just the right time here. 120 points, um, third highest of the week last week. Um, he is playing Matt Zabel. Matt Zabel's got a pretty hot team too, but Clay can absolutely win that game and outscore him by 10 points as well. So every single one of those I'm nervous about. I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I'm, I'm just scared of that because I, I can see that happening and I don't want it to happen, believe it or not. But I would love to get your sage advice on who I need to rely on during this, this trying time. X factor of the week. All right, Andrew. Can I have to get, come on, bring it on in, bring it on in. Okay. Let's, let's have a little seance, a little power. You are going to have to need Dak Prescott to be your mm-hmm. X factor mm-hmm. this week. Um, he's, uh, there are a lot of X factors like this where it's, it's a QB that is very boom and bust. And when they boom, they boom. When they bust, it's disgusting. And Dak has been mostly busting and being disappointing as of late mm-hmm. but i mean we've seen him do it so many times just have crazy weeks he's he's a good quarterback it's a very quality nfl quarterback we've seen that the cowboys have just been kind of weird on offense some weeks they just like i don't even know how to describe it and and lately you know with injuries has not helped but he's got cd lamb back He's got Michael Gallup still, um, and Amari Cooper continues to recover and you know should be getting even healthier. Um, so got his weapons. He's got Tony Pollard. I guess he has Zeke. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think Dak Prescott having a nice boom week for you is, I think, what you're going to want to rely on to continue your streak over David. So that's why he is your X factor. Yeah, that I mean that is a hundred percent what I agree with. Um, all right, jumping down back to the teams that are six and seven. We're looking at Clay Tucker all Sunday. Clay ASC. Uh, no, he doesn't have the ASC this year, does he? He chopped it <gasps> off. Wait, he did. I didn't even notice that. Oh my gosh. He chopped it off. Oh my off. gosh. All Sunday play. All Sunday. No play. ASC. Wow. Do you think do you think maybe the lack of ASC is why he hasn't clinched a playoff spot yet? Could be. He went to I mean, Belize. Could, he went to Bel- I don't I don't believe it. Do you think that's what there was probably something at um the the the, the customs, right? Where you check in. Hey Belize, I'm I'm checking in to your country, and they're like, "Oh, what's that you brought with you? Is that an is that an acronym of your own name? Not not allowed in this country." Huh? And they they confiscated it. They confiscated the ASC. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's stuck there in Belize right now. Huh? That's the only logical mm-hmm. possibility that I can think of. Maybe, maybe his team converted to Judaism. And, you know, just had to 
the old snip snip off the tip. Mm. <laughs> the old snip snip off the tip. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's a, yeah. also a possibility. Yeah. There's and lots you, of options. There are so many possibilities of why the ASC is not there. There's truly no way of knowing for sure. Let's discuss his playoff outlook, though. All right. T- tell me what is, what does he need? I will I will tell you. Um, well, he's got a, a pretty big range, actually. He can jump up to fifth place, but he can also drop down to tenth. So one good takeaway from this, even if everything goes wrong. Um, he is not going to get a first round buy in the losers bracket, which um, is always a good thing. Uh, but let's see what he needs to do in order to get into playoffs. Um, he's sitting at six wins right now. And at a minimum, you need seven wins to make playoffs. So first step, he needs to win. He needs to beat Matt Zabel or he's out. But he needs one of these things to happen as well. He needs Jake to lose. And he maintains his points for lead over him, which is currently at 57. So, so pretty high. Um, or I need to lose and he outscores me by 10 points, which is my current points for lead over Clay. So he needs to win with the Jake loss and has more points for than him, or he needs to win and I lose and ends up with more points for the, over me. So pretty, pretty simple, not, not too many complicated steps, but um, it, it is going to take at least two things to happen. And now, So do, does, does me and Jackson's matchup not really affect Clay's playoff chances? Not at all. Nope. Huh. That's interesting. I would think that would, but there you go. The, the, actuary, the actuary himself has spoken. Mm-hmm. That discreet man. X Factor of the Week. Well, I won't. You know, I know everyone wants to know who is Clay's X Factor for this week. I do. I'm one of them. Okay. Well, this one was a little tough, but I'm choosing Jamar Chase as Clay's X Factor this week. Um, and my rationale for that is. Jamar Chase, you know, he he was having a kind of amazing rookie year. Then, not sure. I, I guess he just stopped catching a long touchdown bomb every single mm-hmm. game, um, which seemed like he was doing. Um, and then, yeah, his fantasy output kind of plummeted from there. Um, but, hey, hey, we've seen him do it, and we've seen all it takes from him is one play. And, you know, that Joe Burrow-Jamar Chase connection – you know, it's, it is, it is alive and well. And um, I, th- I think that makes him a true X factor in that, Hey, he could just go off and he could, you know, basically win clay his matchup. If, you know, Jamar chase catches one, you know, just one big pass and then some, you know, shorter passes and he's going to have a huge week. Absolutely. And the Bengals right now are, you know, fighting for a playoff spot, which is going to hopefully, you know, uh, help out catalyze some, some big scoring games from, from their team and, and help out Jamar Chase. So that's a very astute observation and grounded analysis. Once again, was that better with the words? Uh, they're better. 
They're better, getting getting better, improving. Yep. So Smeed, who are we are we flipping back to the uh, to the top side of the standings? One of the, one of those seven and six teams. Yeah, we're gonna go to a seven and six team by the name of All It Takes Is One, and All It Takes <sighs> Is One. Jake needs a win. win. And he is just into one win. playoffs. That's all it takes. Win and in. Win and in. But good news for him. If he loses, it's still possible that he makes playoffs. He's not out of it yet. But it becomes a little more complicated. He needs Clay to lose and James to lose. That's you. Or he needs Clay to lose, Jackson to lose, and he outscores Jackson on the week. Hmm. So. And uh, the the highest he can jump up to is third place, and the lowest he can fall is eighth. So, so him and Jackson have a similar points for right now. Yep, Jackson. Now I'm rounding this to whole numbers. Jackson is at one three one six, one thousand three hundred sixteen. Jake is at one three one five. Oh dang! They're one point away. So that is very close. So yeah. Almost like uh, if Jake loses, it's almost like a head-to-head matchup. Well, I guess if if Jake loses and Jackson loses, and he needs Clay to and lose. Clay and Clay loses, if all yeah. three of those chuckleheads lose, it'll be essentially a it'll be like a head-to-head matchup between Jake and Jackson yeah. for that last playoff spot. Yeah, for the points huh. for. Well, you know, that seems pretty fun. So I'd, I'd be fine with that. Outcome. Yeah. Totally, totally unbiased. That just seems like a fun thing to watch. And who's he going to need to uh, put all his eggs in a basket of? Whose basket is he putting his eggs in? Oh, well, you know, all it takes, Andrew, is one X factor of the week, as Jake likes to say. And, uh, you know, I had... It, it, it was tough to choose just one, um, but you know, I decided I'm going to bring it back from last year. I declared him Brandon's X Factor Whoa. last year. Yes, and he came through for Brandon. Not a huge week, but a, a pretty good week. And that is wide receiver for San Francisco, Brandon Ayuk. Okay, that is big. That yeah. Um, now, Brandon Ayuk has not been – oh, man, Brandon Ayuk. I drafted Brandon Ayuk this year. It's mid-rounds, you know, it's second-year wide receiver. He's going to, you know, he's going to boom. He's got Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Trey Lance, you know, throwing to him. Um, you know, he's, he's going he's gonna to be the guy. Yeah. And the then once – Yeah, fifth-round pick, yeah. Just, you know, he's, he's going to be the guy. Season started – it's like Kyle Shanahan hated him because he like ran over his dog or something and like treated him like, yeah, yeah, he still needs to like learn how to play football. It's like, what, what was he doing last year? What was he doing during training camp? Why was none of this reported that apparently he like doesn't know how to play football? What? Um, So yeah, he was terrible. I dropped him. He was still terrible for a bit. Then became kind of not terrible and Jake picked him up. And he's been kind of decent so far. Yeah. And 
the main reason why he's an X factor for Jake is because Debo Samuel is now gone. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Debo Samuel, isn't he just a running back? Like who's already gone? Ayuk didn't go off. Well, the thing is last week, George Kittle was the one that just sucked in all, all the targets and mm-hmm. got all the Kirby style. Work. Yeah. Which like, I mean, it's George Kittle. Um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a good guy to throw to. And he's, you know, probably the best offensive weapon that, that team has now that Debo Samuel is injured. Um, but I think there's a decent chance that, you know, when, <laughs> when George Kittle isn't getting, you know, all the work that a lot of that work is going to have to go to Brandon Ayuk. Um, and he has a pretty good chance at having a good week for Jake. All it takes is one good week from Brandon Ayuk and Jake will be in the playoffs. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk since week eight has gotten six or more targets every week, but one. So he's been, he's been a pretty solid option and you know, he's not going to be, he's probably not going to be Jake's highest score of the week, you know, with the stacked roster that he does, but just having that difference maker in your flex compared to your opponent, that could be, you know, the edge that, that bumps him over um, his opponent of Psy this week or bumps him above Jackson in that, in that points for battle. And speaking of Jackson, let us take a look at, at his outcomes here. So he's basically sitting in an identical situation to Jake. Um, if he wins, he's in. He's got a, a range of third place to eighth place, and he can still make playoffs if he loses, Clay loses, Jake loses, and he outscores Jake. So almost an identical situation there. But what is exciting is the fact that he's going up against you, James, who is uh, just jumping ahead a little bit. Um, is also in a win and in situation. So your game against Jackson is if you get the W, you're you're moving on to playoffs, which is going to be very exciting for me to watch. And I think uh, most people as well. It, it'll be exciting for me too. Also extremely nerve wracking. Yeah. Well, um, this might be kind of tough for you since you are his opponent this week, but who uh, do you think Jackson is uh, going to be relying on here? X Factor of the Week. Um, this one, this one was actually the first one I thought when thinking up uh, uh, the X Factors for everyone this week. Um, Jackson's, I think, is fairly obvious, and that is Patrick Mahomes, his QB. Um, uh, again, you know, I t- talked about Lamar Jackson, you know, being boom bust QB, uh, Dak Prescott, you know, having that high ceiling, but also low floor. Patrick Mahomes has been mortal this year to the surprise of everyone. And no one really knows even how to process it fully. And uh, yeah, he, he was fine for fantasy to start out the year. But lately, like he had a 35 point game like five weeks ago and has had a bye week and then just some real just dud games like not not even just like not great games but like bad games like 10 points 15 point games from like a guy who at one point was thought of as like the best 
QB and fantasy QB you could have. And yeah, kind of surprising. Here's the thing though. It's Patrick Mahomes and we know that he can just drop 40 points, 45 points, 35 points. Like we know he can do that when he's firing on all cylinders with the amount of weapons he has and just his talent. And um, something that I realized today that actually is kind of concerning me um, regarding Patrick Mahomes um, potentially being an X factor boom player for Jackson is that he's playing the Raiders this week. Mm -hmm. And can you guess who he played the last time he had his James 35 point boom. I can't believe this. You, you literally oceaned 11 your way into my mind and stole the fact that I was about to share. I I mean, it's, you have to share it because it's, I was terrified when I saw that. It's like, okay, like, like I got, I got to hope for, you know, like Mahomes has been busting a lot. So I can like, you know, he's not as scary as he normally is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, when was his last booming? So oh, it was kind of a long time ago. He probably, you know, decent chance he busts again. I'm like, okay, let's see who his opponent is. You know, is that, is that a, a bust worthy or a boom worthy? And oh no, it's the Raiders, the mm-hmm. team. <sighs> Just for context. In his last six games, he has scored under 15 points in five of them. The one game he didn't, he scored 36, and it was against the Raiders. And as you said, that's who he's playing again in week 14 here at home. And they're at home. Yeah, they're at home too. So it's like <laughs> even more likelihood. Uh, like I almost have to root against the Raiders like offense so that like – it you know yeah he won't have a need to put up points i don't know i'm i am worried and that the fact that i'm worried i think gives me confidence in naming patrick Mahomes is is uh jackson's locked and loaded x-factor player i mean as an Um, opponent that's that's a great criteria for that yeah if you know there are many universes where jackson beats me and i miss playoffs but I think of those universes, the majority of them have Patrick Mahomes going off. Yeah, very true. Well, James, let's talk about your team. The rebrand is real. Ah. The power of the rebrand is so strong. And you, you, took it, you took it this year. You took the opportunity this year to go with the rebrand. Tell me a little bit about that before we look at your playoff picture. Uh, well, um, I started off the year with four straight losses. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Four straight losses. Um, so, you know, I didn't have a good start to the year, lost some early games by, I wasn't putting up a ton of points, but I was losing games by like, you know, five point margins, which was frustrating. And I had injuries, you know, it's that, you know, that whole thing. Um, The only bright spot on my team was Tom Brady, basically. Um, And I I got a win. It's like, oh, yay. And then got like, you know, another loss, but then another win. Yay. And then I got two losses in a row. And I I was thinking about rebranding 
well before then. Um, Andrew, I think you have pointed out in the past that my uh, team name rhyme, well, not rhyming scheme, but my scheme for my team names that I've stuck with um, all the way back to the Dolores Eds and then Dolores Teds. Um, you know, I won, I won my first championship with that scheme. And then I won another one with that scheme. It's like, I got to stick with it. It's, it's fun. It's got me championships and it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a fun thing, but you pointed out that every single year I've had that I've done worse and worse and worse, Mm -hmm. and maybe I need to change. And I saw the logic in that. But I just, I was too beholden to the pattern. And I think the real problem is I couldn't think of a better team name. Like I kind of was using that scheme as like a crutch to give me, you know, know, like that creative spark to give an interesting team name. I couldn't come up with one just out of the blue. Um, And I have to give credit to both you and actually uh, Zach and Jake um, for their tier makers video um, where they rated um, for, first of all, it was you, Andrew, um, for sending me the sneer cats mascot on sleeper, um, which was amazing. Like I couldn't believe that was one. And you sent that to me and they've been my mascot ever since um, Zach and Jake also talked about like, Oh, sneer cats. It's just, it fits my whole brand. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, and you know, I liked Loquacious Ted's. I liked Ted Lasso as a show. I dressed up as Ted Lasso for Halloween. I thought that would get some extra, you know, Halloween costume, team name synergy. Yeah. Um, I, I found a bunch of Ted Lasso gifts to use, you know, in reactions. Um, most of them ended up being like sad ones because that's how my team was doing. Um, but once I was two and seven, I was like, okay, it's time. I can't, I can't hold on to this team name. And I just decided to steer into, you know, my brand, my mascots, nothing super fancy, nothing super smart. It's just, it's the smear cats. Yeah. Straightforward. Pretty simple. Yeah. And once I changed, I was like, you know what? It's a rebrand and Hey, my team has potential. Like I see it there. I'd see the players going off on my bench because I can't set a lineup to save my life. And I see some of my players, you know, starting to get healthy. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe with a little, a little more luck in me not losing, you know, matchups, you know, by less than a point two weeks in a row, maybe if I can win some of those close matchups or just go against some opponents that have bad weeks, maybe I can get something going. And yeah, I mean, last four weeks have been four wins um the closest one was 12 points uh, against sean i believe um that's how it started it out and ever since i've been just kind of steamrolling opponents um me putting up a lot of points and then also having bad weeks uh david david scared the hell out of me especially with his uh with his keenan allen and dallas goddard combo um, I was, I was thinking my rebrand was over in this most recent Sunday morning. And I was, <laughs> I was in a very bad phase and we thinking like, ah, this game is dumb. Like, I don't even care. I'm going to miss playoffs. Nothing's, nothing's fun anymore. 
but then my team went off and I scored not just the number one points, the highest scored points on this week, which is the first time I've been the number one scorer this year. It is the number one points of any week by anyone so far this year is the number one amount of points that I have personally ever scored in this league. Um, Beat my record by about six point something points, which was nice. Um, And the bane of my year so far, at least the early part of the year has been not being able to set a lineup and leaving so many points on the bench. And I was able to set the perfect lineup this week I'm pretty sure I haven't done all year. And yeah, I crushed it this week. Had to, to beat David since he put up a huge performance himself. And I mean, I, it'd be nice if I already had a playoff spot locked up. If I, you know, had been able to win some of those close games early on, but given where I was at two and seven, I can't imagine a, I don't know, a more positive outcome and a more positive outlook going into the last week. Like I've done, I've done what I can. My team is as good as I can possibly hope it to be. And, you know, just going to hope for one more win, sneak into playoffs and yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, that was a lot of talking. Sorry. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I always appreciate insight into a good rebrand. You know, we had Luke's, we had David's. Um, I had one a, a few years back as well. So I, I love a good rebrand story. And I'm just going to throw some uh, numbers in there as well. Um, just for a little extra viewpoint there, um, a different viewpoint. You have increased your score every single week of your four game win streak here. Um, and as you said, one of your biggest struggles was your inefficiency in setting a lineup, leaving a lot of points on the bench. Your last three weeks, you have had a 96% or better perfect roster. So everything is starting to turn, turn around here after this rebrand. And um, you've got a nice and easy, the most simple statement for your playoff picture here, James. And that is, Win and in. That's it. That's all I got for you. Yep. Yeah. I I know Jackson would prefer to just have a playoff spot locked up, but I think even he can recognize, like, you know what? There's there's something nice about just being, you know what? You win, you're in. Like yeah. nothing, you know, nothing fancy about it. And you know, Jackson could still sneak in if he loses. Yeah. Um, that seems kind of tough for him. But uh yeah, you know, just just beat this person, knock them out of playoffs, and you're in playoffs. Yeah. And you can uh, jump all the way up to fourth place spot, but you also have the possibility of falling all the way to ninth. So a bigger range there for you, but uh, smack dab in the middle is a playoff or just out of playoffs. X Factor of the Week. I guess the real question is, who yeah. is my X Factor player? You know your team most intimately, so I want to know. Yeah, I want to know who you're getting nice and cozy with. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some decisions to make regarding my lineup. Um, It's not gonna be an easy decision. Um, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but my point total last week 
that was with that was with Devonte Adams on by. Oh, I didn't even realize who, that until now. Yeah, who arguably, I guess, him and Tom Brady are like my best players in fantasy this year. Just as far as like Devonte Adams is like, you know, I mean, he was my first round pick, and like, right. you know, he's he's a good he's a good player and fantasy player. Um. So yeah, there'll, there'll be some tough matchup decisions. I think my X factor for this week is CD Lamb. Um, because kind of kind of same thing with Dak Prescott, where the Cowboys' offense just sometimes just doesn't get things going. Not sure why, but they just don't. And CD will have you know four points. Also, probably because. Dak just decides to go to other weapons because there's plenty of weapons there on Dallas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just not CD, even though I think he's probably the best weapon yeah. they have. Agreed. Um, you know, if, if you can, you know, get yards and touchdowns another way, why not, you know, throw it to them. Um, CD seems like one, like a really good solid player on paper, but I'm not so much worried about him booming for me. I'm just terrified of a bust from him. So it's almost like a reverse X factor. Like I just, I want a solid performance of, from him. And he, he certainly is capable of booming and like, yeah. you know, giving me a much better chance of winning, but it's, it's that, it's that bust that even though like he should be really good and, you know, is a top 10 play this week, probably at wide receiver. Uh, he scares me. Yeah, you want, you want to see him. You yeah. want to see him busting off, not just busting. Exactly, and you know all it takes. You know, against trying to make playoffs, all it takes is one player to do really bad, and mm-hmm. that could end up losing. All it takes is one. Mm-hmm. Even if you're down five to one in NHL, well, that is the entire playoff picture. We got it all laminated and hung up above the mantle and uh what a picture it is i'm not gonna jump through it this time though. okay good, i learned my good. lesson yeah yeah good well good luck to everybody in the final week here i'm i'm so excited starting with uh, the game thursday night um vikings for steelers i believe right yeah yeah that'll be a football game I yes guess. Yeah, we won't get, we won't get too much into the NFL piece, but a couple of uh, big name players um, for some for some teams here uh, already starting on Thursday. So, good luck to everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you we'll catch you on the flip and playoffs. Yeah, hope everyone has fun and does stay their safe. best. Yep, stay safe, stay smart, stay. In school. Stay in school, yeah. Yep. Blue eyes, white dragon, can't lose. Yep. yep. Never eat soggy waffles. Nope. Not that one. Any final pieces of any parting wisdom? Parting wisdom. Parting wisdom. Um, Luke versus Brandon will be a roommate battle this week so that's fun that's fun yeah so yeah it's just extra extra thing to look for in that matchup 
hope to. I don't know, oh, see some, I do some... have to. Sorry, oh. I, oh. I would cut you off. I just remembered something that I would be. I remiss. I would be letting down Sean if I did not mention this. Uh oh. Um, so Sean and Zach are playing each other. Winner gets the first round by, and Sean has Joe Mixon on his team. Oh who, man, who Zach yeah. is very strongly against, who is having a really good season, and could he be also, the reason why. Oh man, maybe I should. Huh? Why not choose Joe Mixon as the X yeah. factor? Sean and I have have talked about that a little bit. He's very excited at that opportunity, and I, I'm kind of excited too oh, just man. to see what happens. You know that. what? You know what, Andrew? You should have called me out on it before. Joe Mixon is the X factor. Sean. All right. We're Holy calling crap. an audible here. Yep. Tyler Lockett, boo. It's it's Joe Mixon. Because also, Joe Mixon, there's some injury questions. I heard his, his mm-hmm. old neck. So, oh, man, I hope he plays. Even if he plays and is a like he, he's got to play in that match. He's got we got to get a – we have to have a resolution. Exactly. Of the Zach – versus v joe mixon of course they could always meet again in playoffs oh man and have it be so, done, that'll be exciting um I forgot to mention if you are um watching the monday night football games and you jump over to espn2 there's a uh, peyton and eli doing their take but if you actually jump over to espn5 uh james and i are doing our oh, own take the cinco yeah we're actually doing our own take on uh, the. We're not um, commentating on the Monday Night Football game itself. We're actually commentating on the commentary of oh, the yep. Manning brothers of uh, the game. So, nice. Uh, check us out on ESPN Five. Yep, we we actually make sure to to block out the uh, the actual game itself so no one yeah. can see that. So it's just the Mannings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, good luck with playoffs and keep it, keep it real. Do we do this? Do we do our regular sign off or? Yes. Well, I, I, I almost forget what I was like. I go first, don't these? I? I go yeah, first. You do go you... first, but I was, I was just like, I almost just said goodbye. that's not that's not right that's definitely not correct goodbye everyone (laughs) oh that's old and as we say every single time (laughs) signature sign off wink (laughs) wink